Hi, I'm Rich. Hello, I'm John. And you're listening to Fools Daily. Uh, on today's episode of Fools Daily, we are back to talk paint. Um, not just um, our specific sort of brands of paint, <laughs> the, the ones that we are interested in, the ones we like, the ones yep. that we use. Um, because a little while ago, probably yeah, quite a long time ago now, 2012, I was still working for Double Negative, and I. Th- I think I was still tech running, so yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, uh, um, uh, John wrote uh, an article for a then sort of up and coming sort of um, gaming website uh, run by a mutual friend of ours um, called Steamforged, and the article what, is. Uh, whatever happened to those guys? Um, I think they went on to um, make their own game. Ah, good stuff. Which I'm eagerly waiting to arrive. It's due. It's due this month, I believe. The, the rule book's out, so you can go and read the rules at least. Yeah, I've, I've got to get around to getting my digital copy. I haven't done mm. that yet. But but they went on to do Guild Ball, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you wrote an article about the then newly released Brand Games new. Shop paints. They were like fresh out the box. This and- was so basically what GW did, and and I think part of the. The tone of the article was set by the way they did it because I think they did it wrong. <laughs> I'm going to put this out there. No, you know, no, no, no. This isn't a statement of fact, but it's my opinion is they they should have handled it slightly differently. And what they did is they they had basically some examples of all the different paints for people to go and play with. And I was basically wandering past um, Oxford Circus on my lunch break. And uh, was like, ah, do you know what? I want to go and see what these new paints. Yeah, you know, are they all they're cracked up to be? Did and you sat down. Did you paint a Space Marine, John? Of course I paint a Space Marine. <laughs> what, are you, what else? Games Workshop don't do any other figures. They only do Space Marines. Um, that's definitely fact, and in no way hyperbole whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, they sat me down with a, a, a Space Marine, which I was over the moon about, and um, gave me some paint to play with. And I think what they should have done and didn't was um, have a logical set of colours. So have, you know... Um, three or four of the red so have you know the, the base red the red wash the the layer red and the, the 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 dry brush scrambled egg red and let you paint red using because what's really good about the gw set and i definitely think there is a lot to be said for it is if you are in no way shape or form artistically creatively minded you have never painted a model in your life you can, with not a lot of effort and not a lot of coaching, paint a pretty decent model by going, oh, so I start with the base coat, I then shade with the darker colour of the base coat, I then layer with the lighter one, and then I finish with the scrambled egg. Um, I thought you were going to be never, nice to me here, because... Never use the scrambled egg. <laughs> Just throw the scrambled egg away. So no, 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 you, no, no, it's not. I disagree. You can use the scrambled egg, and I'll, I'll happily to sort of like, sort of go with what I did with it. But... I, you see, you weren't you weren't overly impressed with those games Workshop paints at that point in time, were you? I think it's fair yeah, to the say. Thing is, so they they replaced the foundation paint, which some people have said wasn't even good enough to paint on your ceiling. I felt the foundation paint was a step in the right direction. It just wasn't. I quite liked the foundation paint. Some of them, the foundation red was really good, and that was the only one I really tended to use. And, and I tell you what, I still use the foundation paint for dry brushing my bases because um, we'll probably talk about paint. Um, what, how paint is made in a minute. And I, reason, I think that's coming, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason I really like GW Paint for painting bases, but we'll come on to that. Um, it replaced the, um, the the washes, which were one of the best products Games Workshop's ever made, and it's a shame they 
didn't replace them with quite as good products. And what's quite funny is you can buy the GW equivalent washes from Army Painter. Um, and um, I am going to pick some of those up shortly. Yeah, they are fantastic. And if you're going, oh, I need my Badass Black back, well, it basically still exists. It's a ever so subtly browner version of Badass Black, but like so insignificantly subtle you'll barely notice it um, from Army Painter. And they replaced it with the new set, which added some things that I don't understand. I, I think you're right. There are I'm, again, I'm being a little bit deliberately harsh, shall we say, like the, the scrambled egg. There are reasons it can be used. I wouldn't use it for dry brushing. No, I. You see, yeah. I don't use it for dry yeah. brushing. I think um, they're off the rocker when they were like, "Oh, if you put scrambled egg on a brush, it'll be really good for dry brushing." You, uh, still, you still have to wipe the paint off. No, I know it's not. Well, which is a bit. It's a bit weird. But anyway, I mean, you see, I I really liked the Games Workshop paints, and the reason I liked them was a little bit, I suppose, like the foundry paints because foundry paints come in triplicates of colours. I really okay. liked um, that the Games Workshop had something similar in that they had sort of like sections of complementary colours. And that's what they didn't present when they did the, the kind of the, the, the release tour of paint. It was like, here's a blue, a green, a red, some ink that's completely unrelated to those colours, one of the metals, and a bit of scrambled egg. And you were just like, what can I paint with this? I can paint nothing. Whereas if they'd have done, here's a, here's a Space Marine, and here's all the colours to do a Blood Angel, that would be a particularly clever choice, because painting red is very hard because red is a really thin pigment and it's very hard to make a good solid red paint. So if you suddenly present your new line of paint that is like cleverly formulated to be as best as possible for red and you give someone all the ingredients to paint a, a blood angel, not only do they see how the range works as a cohesive whole, they also go, oh, this is really good for painting red, which is a notoriously difficult colour. I think this is a good range of paint, and that's why GW does need to employ me because I can fix all their problems. I swear. Indeed, you can. <laughs> I, think, I think you could. I mean, we don't know whether there's anything behind the the, the choices in the release of the made. Whether, whether it was just available, yeah, or whether it was just a case of well, this will do. I think um, they just did a production run of like a million pots of the blue. I'm like, oh god, how are we going to get rid of this? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, but, it, but doesn't it, everybody it just play like the marines? darkest, most pointless blue? And not not pointless, sorry, like the darkest, most bland blue, and then a bit of the like. I think it's called Null Oil now, isn't it? The one that replaced Bad yeah, Black. Is, yeah. And that was kind of it. And you were just like, oh, so I can paint a really dark blue and I can do the silver bit silver and I can wash it with Null Oil and then I can't do anything else because there aren't any other colours. And blue's not a difficult colour to paint. Like, blue is a good pigment. So it's not like, oh, wow, look how well this blue performs because it's like, well, they kind of all do. Yeah. It, it's not one they ever went looking for alternative paints for. No. When I first started painting, I, I remember painting part of an army at least in sort of like um, artist acrylics, which was cadmium red because it got a really, really good, strong pigment to sure. it sure, with, sure, the, sure. with the minor downside of being poisonous. I was going to say, and you... <laughs> at that point which is something we'll come on to in a minute as well not for that one I didn't not for that one (laughs) Um, but you see I've tried other I've tried other sort of paints Uh, other paints exist in in the I've tried the Vallejo paints okay which ones the army range or the model range both so game colour I've used Sorry, game, game colour, and I've also used uh, the model colour, which is this more historical version. So I painted a lot of Flames of War stuff in the model colour paints because they were easy to match to period and all the rest of it because they were sp- very good sp- for that. Uh, they were brilliant for that, um, and I still kind of like those. I'm not entirely sure why I drifted away from them, um, and, and I'm, I tried the 
P3 paints next, which is the ones that Privateer Press do, which are made by HMG. HMG, correct. Which Ooh, you, you, know, you know your stuff. Ah, uh, well, did they not used to do the the one of the first ranges of Games oh, Workshop paints? Oh, it's interesting you say that. Yes. Um, and also, I, I, I think they, they do. I think they do coat arms as well. Uh, which is? Ooh, don't know. You're gonna have to. Go. So, you're absolutely correct. They're all made by HMG. Um, HMG made the original GW paint line way back in the midst of time, which is my that was the first experience with acrylic wargaming well, paint I've ever my, had. Mine as well. The round, sort the of round and the hex pots. Yep. Yep. The original hex pots. They were a thing of beauty. Um, when they lost the the license to make that paint or whatever, they and I think even before they just went sod it. Let's put it in our own bottles. Call it coat arms and keep selling it. Because if you look at the Code Arms range, it's uh, a one-for-one replica of the original GW line, even down to the naming convention. They just changed the names ever so slightly, so Blood Red became Bloody Red, but it's the same paint. Uh, um, just Lighting Pink became Tentacle Pink. Exactly. No, the other way around, I think. Oh, no, no, no. I can't remember. I think Titillating Pink was a Games Workshop colour. GW one, sure. Yeah, they, Tentacle they did, Pink was the Tentacle Arms. Pink came later. Um, so they did that, and that's fantastic. They also do Foundry. That is also HMG paint. Ah, right, okay. Uh, uh-huh. And obviously they do P3 now, which is also HMG paint. So if you use Code Arms, Foundry, G- uh, P3, it's all completely compatible because it's all the same paint, which is fantastic. Because what that means is you've got a massive range of colors to play with there. Because the P3 range is one of my favorite ranges because it's a very earthy, very natural range. Now It's got loads of good browns and loads of good greens. That's the it's- reason I don't like it. Because I don't like the colour tones from the Privateer Press range. Coal Black is one of the best paints ever invented. And Blighted Gold is also a great one. Blighted Gold is also incredible, um, especially if you get the Black Label stuff. Don't ever buy White Label P3 metals. Always buy Black Label metals. They are some of the best metal paints on the on the market now, which is really funny because when the White Label ones came out first, they were some of the worst on the market. Something weird happened between P3 were show sorry PP was shown the paint and they were like, oh my god, this is incredible, and then it went into production and it was junk. And no one knows what happened to the formula in between the this is your paint and here's the paint on the market. They fixed it. It was done on a Friday afternoon. That's what happened to it. I think they probably were previewing the the GW scrambled egg and went, sod it, we'll put it in the metals. It'll be brilliant. Um, The the, the black label P3 is my favourite metals. I've just bought some Vallejo Air metals because people tell me they're really good. Um, so I've not experienced them yet, but I know they're supposed to be excellent. Um, I also use the Army Painter Metals, which are, again, I'm pretty sure HMG, the old bulk gun metal, chain metal, and mithril silver from the original GW line. Big fan of them as well. Um, so, why I dislike, or not, why I choose not to use GW. So, I don't use Vallejo for the simple reason that their blues are toxic. I lick my brushes. They use rare earths in their blues. I didn't know that. That's, yeah. that's kind of worrying. Um, Marika Raymer taught me that because we were asking her, so Marika Raymer, how do you do your blending? And she was like, well, I don't lick my brushes because I don't want to die. And it was like, ah, that kind of sucks. What do you mean? She's like, Vallejo blue is toxic. It's got like genuine, you know, rare base metals in it. And I was like, oh. So, so that's, the, that's the advantage of the, the game's virtual paints, isn't it? Because they are, as far as I know, they are completely sort of hobby safe, aren't they? I don't know. I, I all I know is that HMG is because I drink that stuff by the gallon. And, yeah. Oh, you know, Matt DePietro spends his whole life with the paintbrush in his gob. It's where I learned to do it. Um, and and it's and it, it's, it's not. I mean, it's not. Uh, it's not pleasant. It certainly doesn't taste good. And I, <laughs> there is some 
discussion about whether actually, you know, if you ingest enough of anything, it is bad for you, but it's not toxic in the way the blues are. And it's frustrating because Vallejo is marked as safe, but I don't think it's as safe as... Yeah, you see, I, I think the Games Workshop ones are marked because... It, wouldn't because they're because they're classed as hobby paints, aren't they? Yeah. And I think there's some legislation around hobby paints. So it's things all like American, um, legislature, yeah. And you have to like ask the right questions to get the right bits of paper that tell you stuff in America. So I maybe this is no longer true, but I've always been of the opinion the Vallejo stuff is dangerous for my particular painting style, so I don't use it. Um, what the reason I like HMG is they use liquid pigments. Whereas GW uses ground solid pigments. Yep. So the pigment in the privateer paint, the HMG paint, so coat d'arms, uh, foundry, etc., it's a much, much finer pigment because it's liquid. I mean, theoretically, there's no pigment in there at all. Obviously, there has to be because the paint colors have to come from somewhere. Um, GW, and you can, you know, I can prove this to you by the way the two paints dry brush. P3 is kind of crap at dry brushing because it never really gets to that really dry, chalky, powdery texture that you need to do a really cracking dry brush. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't dry brush with it, because you can. It just doesn't do the traditional dry brush style. GW does, because it's ground pigment. So what you're basically doing is you're removing all the liquid medium, which is all um, mixing a medium is. It's just it's paint minus the, the pigment which is why it's useful for mixing into your paint. Um, you're taking all that medium out of the paint and just leaving the, the, the pigment and then uh, you know, layering the pigment up on the model, which is how dry brushing works. And that's why I use GW paint for doing my bases, because if I'm dry brushing a nice, you know, an arid rocky plane or whatever, I want it to be dusty. Dusty, yes. GW paint does. It doesn't work very well. Again, it's not impossible. Like, nothing I say is 100% like an immutable law the the law of everything is you know try it see what you can do is this is i'm talking from my personal perspective um you will always be able to make things work the way you want them to work if you play with them um yeah yeah, so so the the gw paint is dry and lets you do dry powdery stuff the the hmg paint is liquid and lets you do that's why it's good for for two brush blending because it keeps that liquid body a little bit longer and it breaks down more smoothly so did you not you you wouldn't get sort of like flakes of paint you should never see that no i mean it it, very very occasionally some of their colors do split um which is where you'll obviously see the separation of pigment and body yeah the one that really does it badly or it's certainly used to is bloodstone uh, which is their sort of ready brown earthy brown um you will still get tide markings because that's how you know, water evaporating unevenly off a model works. But I don't think you'll get that grainy flakiness. And even their metals, you know, they use a far finer pigment in their metals. You know, one of the, one of the things that's very interesting with some of the older HMG paint and some of the more classic GW metals was the um, uh, the, the metallic flakes in there were very very chunky, and as a result, you could see them. Yeah. And that's, want the complete opposite where they're as, as thin and as ground and as smooth as possible to give you that you know sheer metallic surface you see i um, do sorry i, I mean yeah, no, I, I do like the um the games which paints i find them quite easy to use they mix surprisingly well together considering we talked about sort of like solid and and sort of um liquid pigments i do find that they mix very well and they they hold their color I like the games which are painted they've got great coverage in general um i, I don't think i've found one that i 
don't particularly like coverage wise. Um, I've heard mixed reports um, in terms of like some people said the because they they call it is it foundation oh sorry it's like base layer edge. Uh, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I, have, I don't have any of these. I'd heard that the, the base, which is the equivalent of the old foundation, actually doesn't cover as well as it should, and the layers tend to be the better coverers now, which is quite interesting. But to me, the, because the layer is just paint, isn't it? That's yeah, like yeah. yeah. Bog standard, the hobby paint. And, and actually, I think the edge is exactly the same, because it's just a lighter colour of that. Um, I, like... I couldn't get any of the, you see the other th- this is counterpoint to what we're about <laughs> you see I, I like the games which are paint because it's easy to get hold of there's Correct. a great colour range it's all yes. complimentary yes. I think the washes fit as well the, and then the downside is that the edge paints when I went in to say well I'm interested in these edge paints to be told well no you can only get them as a set well, well, if you got a set in, ah, no, you can only get them from mail order and we can all do you a set in. I was like, well, do you know what? In that case, I'm, I'm not interested. Um, so I haven't tried those and I wanted to. And I think that's, that's another one of those things that we could improve, John. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I finally take over Games Workshop and yeah. become the evil empire. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's, you know, if you listen to the show that we recorded recently, Shows. About, you know, well, well, maybe. I hope it's not split down because I'm not sure it makes sense as two shows. But anyway, um, we talk about you know one of the strengths of GW is its sheer market presence, its sheer market force. Um, the fact that you know I every so often I'll buy a pot of GW paint for whatever reason. Like one of the things I've been doing recently is painting Epic, and I ran out of the old GW wash, the flesh color, and that's what I was using to do the bases of my models. Um. I bought a pot of the new GW wash, but I bought it from an architectural modeling store. That's how prevalent it is. I could go to a non like a non-miniature, non-games workshop and still buy the product because it, it has that market presence. I um, found some paints in one of these big co-ops ones, you know, that's sort of like the type of place that does um, not just food, but does like clothes and toys, yeah, has yeah, a toy yeah, section. Yeah. Absolutely. And I remember wandering into one and being like, oh, look. Games it is and... it is horribly overpriced. That is the other reason I don't use GW paint. It dries it dries out in the pot. It's not as bad as the old bolter shell pots, but it's still pretty bad for drying in the pot. The new ones are pretty good. Mine have lasted a good long time, and I haven't sort of replaced them particularly. Sure. No, it's been a while since I've opened one. So the next time, but I how much them... how much is in that pot? I want to say it's twelve mils. Maybe yeah, it's it's, it's it's not as much as the other manufacturers. HMG is seventeen mils, and it yeah. comes in at a lower price point. Yeah, I, and I agree entirely, and I suppose that that is the downside of the readily available stuff. But if you, there are problems with shipping paints through the post, now, aren't there? No, they've they've undone that stupid ruling. Ah, oh, that's good news because I know that at one point I was looking at picking up something, and they said, "Well, no, because we can no longer ship liquids." So that got reversed um, about two or three months ago. Yeah, sometime last year, Royal Mail and their Infinite Wisdom said we'll no longer let people ship more than three pots of paint or four pots of paint. Yeah, I, I know I that we signed a petition, didn't why? we? we signed a yeah, I certainly signed a petition telling them they're idiots, and they have reversed the decision as last. I understand why, but it was a stupid ruling, and it's not hard to stop paint exploding. Um, so yes, that is no longer a. Thing. Thing. So you can now happily buy paint once again. Um, I mean, I you know I bought the entire base foundry set and it got posted to me in three po- boxes. So yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, a lot of paint, the, and I haven't even great. opened half of it. <laughs> so uh, right, um, do you have? I've got a couple of I've got a couple of questions. Sure, so away. do you have a preferred uh, paint manufacturer, one that you would use more often than not? I mean, HMG because they do of of my main paint range. They do the original GW paint, which is where I learned to paint, and they do foundry 
and coat arms and P3, which is what I use more than anything else. They're my number one. Um, I will say I've just dropped um, a chunk of money on the complete uh, scale 75 paint. I've got a hunt that is possibly rebottled Rackham paint or very similar to the old Rackham paint from the, the descriptions that have been given to me by friends. Um, it's going to be fascinating because I think it's going to behave completely differently to any other paint, which is exactly what the Rackham paint, like the Rackham paint arrives and people said, this is the worst paint I've ever used. And then everyone was like, no, you're using it wrong. That's not how it works. It doesn't work like you and I think paint works. So that's going to be fun. Okay. Interest to see what effect that's going to have on my style. But at, at this moment in time, it's HMG number one with basically I've got the entire foundry set sat next to the entire P3 set. And I just pull the colors I need from the two and build a big pile of paint on my, my table. Okay. Because, um, I mean, for me, definitely Games Workshop is first, then Vallejo, and then... HMG type paint, so probably coat arms and then the private sure. press because it's just the colour range I'm not key, keen on. Sure. And I've got one more to ask you before you go. I know uh-huh. you were going to make another point then, but um, I'm going to. Well, what I was going to say is the other thing as well is um, Army Painter. It's a very limited range, but they took some of the highlights of many different paint ranges, smashed them together, and made a really good set of paint. And if you're new to painting, their all-in-one box is a really good way of getting a really good foundation point to painting so i do recommend army painter as well yeah, okay well i know i know want some of the inks shades type so i'll have to I might have a look at that have you so my last question this, this uh-huh. is it before we probably really ought to finish um uh-huh. have you used any of the reaper master series okay yes i used them at gen con when i took part in and dare i say one the uh weird Speed paint. Ah, you see, I'm always very tempted, but I I feel that it's a struggle to get them in the UK. It's a pain in the ass to get them. I think Conrad's got some, so he's a better man to ask than me, because obviously my experience of them was during two speed paint rounds. Because um, they, they do some rumours, some very nice pearlescent paints. They, that I've do always some good trans, kind of... they do some clever paint. I think, much like I'm saying the, the Scale 75 stroke Rackham is a completely different way of painting. The Reaper Master series is a completely different way of painting, again, in a completely different direction. I found them incredibly watery. Now, I water my paint down a lot. I, you know, I do a lot of, um, like, I've, depending on what I'm painting, like, the, the, the thing is, what, what I think you should definitely take from this is the answer is all of the above. Every single paint has its place, even scrambled egg. So, <laughs> I, oh, I was going to say spent... what I did with that, but go on. <laughs> you know, I, I reinvest a lot of the money I make commission painting into buying more paint to experiment with because I just like playing with paint. And, you know, yes, I've got these kind of the two core ranges that I use, but then I've also got other things that I bolt into that. And I've got pots from, you know, every manufacturer. And, they, and it's about finding the bits that work for you. Um, so, you see, there mostly is, I'm a one range type of guy. <laughs> yeah, there is no one range that's perfect. That's the thing you've got to take away from this. Now, and this is the other fascinating thing. So when I when I started um, wargaming, um, I I lived about an hour away from my nearest GW, and I you know I had the rules. I I liked playing the game, but I didn't have many locals that played, and it was hard for me to get to a games workshop to play. So that's kind of where I started painting a lot. I, you know, I was a bit Billy No Mates, and I just sat at home and learned to paint. And, um, you know, I, I look back and my painting was a boron back then, but, you know, people are like, oh, you're, you're pretty good at this. And I was like, uh, it's because that's what I do. And 
the reason I got to be better than most of my friends was because they'd go out and buy models and I'd go out and buy paint. And it sounds really stupid because the best painters in the world can do an incredible model with three pots of paint because they're, you know, but when you're not an artist and you're not thinking about, you know, color mixing and light and blah, 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 blah. And you're just thinking, how do I get paint onto a model? Buying lots and lots of colors of groupings, triads, whatever. And that's where I think the GW paint range is exactly like you say, it's really good for this. You know, if you paint orcs, buy the orc skin, and it's about five or six paints roughly, isn't it? Yeah, yeah something like that. Um, you know, buy, buy the, 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 the paint cluster that works for, for your army. And, you know, obviously we all want lots of models, but actually you want paint to put on the models and you're better off dropping 20, 30 quid on a set of, five to ten paints than 20 30 quid on another box of models that you're never going to paint that's never even going to get bloody filled i'm um, guilty of that <laughs> well we're all you know we're all guilty of it and, and i literally i've just gone from where i used to buy models i just buy paint now because i don't need any more models in my life um yeah, but it's that's, you will, you, that's heresy well i mean you know there is that classic thing when you run out of models to paint you do die so i have to be careful to keep topping up my collection every so often but that's what kickstarter's for right yeah exactly um, yeah absolutely but but you will you will i promise you you know even the most inept among us and bearing in mind you're talking to someone who wants to prove a point finger painted a space marine in games workshop to show that you can use literally your fingers to paint a model and it wasn't a bad space marine i'm not gonna lie it was, you know i was obviously never gonna win a golden demon but it was a passable tabletop space marine and i genuinely used my fingers to paint was it, it was it blue it was how did you know it was dark blue and i dry brushed it with my fingers and it was spectacular um buy the paint and and you will naturally be better at painting if you just think about how to put paint on a model Definitely. you know look at look at the Vallejo example look at the kind of the um the layering technique if we're going to call it that and and use the so even without mixing and and that's where i think the i was a bit disappointed with the foundry range because although they sell you paints in triads they're not tonally close enough to work unmixed the idea ah. is you're not supposed to mix your paint. Now, now I've got that's what I do like about the Games Workshop because some of the stuff that I've done, I, yeah, I mean, I posted some stuff on Twitter. No, no, I have mixed them, and so like I pick three colours and I mix. This is the first one is a base, and the next shade is a mix of this one and the next one, and then the next layer up is that one on its own, and, and they mix really well together. Sure, to and, and great intermediary colours. Do that with foundry as well, but it's that frustrating thing. If you're going to sell me a triad, I want. I mean, to be honest, I don't want a triad. I want a triad i guess it is i'm not sure what the, the five is where it would be five tones so it'd be the triad with the two intermediary tones and what's really good is if you mix the foundry and the privateer range you start to find you can get a good run of five colors that does exactly that now i'm not adverse to mixing paint at all i, I, I enjoy it but sometimes you just want to you know do a start to finish get this done or i've not got time or this isn't necessary for this model you just want five pots of paint you can go you know dark medium uh, yeah, dark medium, dark medium, medium light, light, boom, done. And you're yeah. starting to see that more and more. Um, yeah, I, I like that. Right. <laughs> I'm going to stop you there. No, because he will never put any more out. Last, last thing. Okay. I, oh no, that, I think that was the last thing. I was going, oh. I was going to, I was going to make you recommend one. Coal black. Okay, one paint coal black. Coal okay, black. good. If it, so, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> John, it's been super to talk. Thank you very Absolutely. much. Absolutely, um, and I well, hope that listeners get as much out of this as sort of I have. Come and ask me questions. You know, if you see me 
at SmogCon or other events, come and talk to me. Um, I'm actually going to be at Salute this year for the first time in a long time. Um, obviously, you're not going to have a clue who I am, but some of you vaguely know who I am. And But look me up. I'm on Twitter. I'm at John Webb. The O is a zero and the E is a three because I'm cool like that. Um, but, I, you know, I will love to talk to people about paint as much as possible. I'm on the P3 forums, uh, sorry, privacy press forums under John Webb as well. Um, and it's just, yeah, you know, come talk to me. And, paint and, is his life. And if for any reason that you... Uh, I want paint to be my life. If for any reason you want, you would like to get in touch and talk to me or over anything that we've discussed in the previous shows, then you can get me probably the best way is through Twitter, at uh, BlackEar77. Thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Good night.
You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter, we're at Fools Underbar Daily, or via email, foolsdaily at outlook.com. <laughs>